Welcome everyone to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast, the podcast focused on leadership. The episode will begin shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, John Bedker. We're living in challenging times, no question about that. The norms, behaviors, and values of yesterday are not often the norms, behaviors, and values that we see in our businesses and institutions today. It is not business as usual. The way things were are today often not the way things are. Let me begin by painting a brief word picture of my view of the way things are today. In my over 40 years of management consulting, specifically in leadership and management development work, there has been a slow but steady move. Today, my view of organizational change is accelerating. Here is my view of the three organizational pillars that I believe are key today. Think of a three-legged stool. Organizational literature has used this metaphor many times, in many ways, but this is somewhat different. It draws upon the insights and research of many scholars, but has my own new twists based upon the turbulent world we're living in today. So this word picture is the three-legged stool. For a stool to be balanced, to be sturdy, to be strong, and certainly trustworthy, each leg is important. Any one leg, shorter or longer than another, weaker or stronger than another, any leg not co-equal to the others in every way, can make the stool unbalanced untrustworthy to use. Whether you plan to sit on it, stand on it, or just place something on the stool, you want it to perform the task safely and securely. You want the stool to do its job. The three legs of the organizational stool for our enterprises, businesses, and institutions today are, this is my idea, one, operations. Well, certainly I say this one first because it's the one we all know. Of course, we must run the business, the enterprise, the institution. It is the raison d'etre. It is the reason for being The job exists to help support the product, the good, or the service you provide. We must have sharp focus on the running, literally, figuratively, and analytically. The operation is a pillar of today, to be sure, running that business. The second pillar, though, is politics today. This is the second pillar, the second leg of the three-legged stool. In earlier 
scholarly work, attention was paid to office politics. Back in an earlier time, the so-called water-cooler politics. Unofficial leaders exercising their voice in informal status. Today, we must expand this view. Political views are unquestionably stronger today. And by that, I mean politics. Polarization has become acute. Misinformation, disinformation, and yes, lying, are pervasive by a significant number of people. They bring these views and values to the workplace. Leaders, each of us, must not deny this reality of today's workplace. It is a pillar that requires leaders to be aware, to engage, and to manage. Third is culture, a topic I tend to spend more time on in this podcast. Culture, this is the third leg of the organizational stool word picture I want to share with each of you. Organizational culture is not a new or novel notion. Again, scholars have researched and written on this phenomenon for a long time. What is different is the world we are living in today. A more turbulent world. A more chaotic world a world of increasing uncertainty. So the long-standing embedded practices of an organization are an important organizational pillar, a culture for the good, we hope, one guided by leaders seeking to do the right thing. This is the hope and aspiration of a positive workplace culture. Sadly, this is not always the case. Leaders must engage and lead in this important pillar of today's organizations. The topics of this podcast are by, for, of, and all about leaders, which really means each and every one of us we need to think that the leader is not someone else. The leader is not that person down the hall or the person upstairs. The leader is not just the person with the corner office on the top floor. We are all leaders. Please capture this point. It is not a small point. This is a transformative notion. Please embrace it. Today, I'm going to speak about culture, as I've mentioned, one of the key organizational pillars in our businesses and institutions today. It is a key and critical leg. Small company, big company, established company, startup, government, non-governmental, an institution, 
It does not matter. Culture impacts every organization. Let's begin with a working definition. Culture. What is it? An organization's norms, values, and behaviors consciously and unconsciously manifest and practiced typically over a long period of time. So a short sentence, but a lot there. What the norms of your business, your practice, the institution you work for, what values are present visually or below the surface? What behaviors are expected and practiced, sought? And whether they are conscious or unconscious, these all contribute to this understanding of what that word means, culture. With a topic as large as organizational culture and a podcast such as this, brief as it is, I must get quickly to the point. I can't address the myriad of individual, unique, nuanced cultures in our world today, but I absolutely, and I really want to share this, am keenly aware that each is important and each does deserve its time and understanding. But again, time permits only a few. And I will highlight only a few, a very few. I'll highlight cultural issues that I have spoken about on the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast in previous episodes. This provides that opportunity if you so choose, if I bring up one and you say, I, I want to recall, I want to remember, I want to learn a little more, go back to that podcast and it'll be much more in detail. So I'm only going to give a cameo. In my consulting practice, I've listened to many good and sincerely caring people over the years. Honest people that have spent great time and energy on problem identification. Sharing with me what is wrong, who is wrong, why they are wrong. Heartfelt and important assessments. My experience has shown that employees, managers, and leaders are quite good, often excellent, at problem identification. The challenge for leaders, and please remember the paradigm shift I am imploring each of you to recognize, is we are all leaders. We all need to move to problem solving as quickly as possible. This is abundantly clear in the case of organizational culture. There is often consensus on the problem identification. It is problem solving that is the challenge of leaders, which again is to say each and every one of us. 
As promised here, just a few of the cultural issues brought to light on this podcast in previous episodes. Well, first, I've spoken certainly about the Catholic Church in the United States, earlier episodes. A large institution that I have documented has lost its way. Sexual abuse by priests is well documented. No doubt this is an abhorrent culture. But then to hide and protect these sexual predators, these sexual abusers, has been a cultural reality for many decades. And sadly, tragically, it continues today. In another episode, I spoke about autocracy versus democracy, two very different and opposing views of leadership. The attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th certainly was an example and another evidence of a cultural reality. People attacking the home of American democracy and feeling justified in doing so. Trying to overturn free and fair elections with force because their side lost. I've previously spoken about white nationalism and Christian nationalism on previous podcasts. These two cultural realities go hand in hand. Deeply rooted, over long periods of time. Their values bring to view the values, beliefs, and behaviors of people not rooted in the American Constitution or American values. They cloak themselves in patriotism and doing God's will. It's both flabbergasting and tragically very real. The culture wars these people seek are very real and are all around us. Lastly, I've spoken certainly of the gun culture in America and the tragic truths of allowing and advancing this deadly culture. There are so many more examples, examples that impact you and your life and certainly your workplace. I mention only these macro few to make the glaring point of culture's place in our turbulent world today. So, we know the problem. We know the many problems. We unfortunately may have been touched by these or others. So let's get to problem solving. This is the challenge for each of us to lead and to lead by doing the right thing. What is the right thing? Well, one key, I would argue, and one of the really critical leadership core competencies that each of us must practice. Notice that I 
did not say can or should, may or might. Rather, I said must practice is the leadership core competency of communication. Let me just give a few guidelines here. Part of our problem-solving recipe for the cultural realities of our turbulent world today. First, do not start a fight. Absolutely not. Leaders don't do that. Second, remember always that everyone is entitled to their own point of view, their own perspective, but they are not entitled to their own facts. Speak up. Communicate. When misinformation, disinformation, or factually incorrect statements are made. Again, don't be the instigator. Start the fight. But if someone raises these issues, do not remain silent. Now, make sure that your facts are factually correct. That that simple understanding that facts and only facts are facts. And make sure you are spot on about that. And also make clear to that other person or group of people you are engaged. Speak up. Third, remember, not saying anything is tacit approval. Again, don't start the fight, but when someone or group tries to share and advance untruths, make clear that facts and only facts are true. If what they are saying is not true, communicate. Make it known. So there's three quick problem-solving ingredients that you can add to your quiver of tools. To address a culture, long-standing norm, value, or behavior that is wrong is every leader's challenge and responsibility. Leaders must, again, I do not say can or could or should, but rather must demonstrate accountability for the truth. In the macro examples I offered, people will try to push back, create a defense. They'll go to politics or religion, typically, as their defense. Remember, leadership is about doing the right thing. It's neither political or religious. As an example, I would have hoped that religion would be all about doing the right thing. But certainly, Catholic priests, the Catholic Church, the so-called leaders of the Catholic Church, have demonstrated 
as have Christian nationalists and white nationalists demonstrated. Going for religion as a defense really is trying to emphasize to unlink from truth in the name of religion and from facts to not be honest. Well, this is not a defense that holds any water. So when these people come back and say, you know, it's God's will, or, well, we're the church. Well, not if you're not telling the truth. If you're advancing one person superior and another person subordinate to another. No, no, no. Okay. So the point being, doing the right thing, what leaders do, is neither left nor right. It's not Democrat. It's not Republican. Leadership is, in fact, a political. Communicate facts. Speak up to make clear the facts. Do not be silent. All of us, again, are leaders. Each of us must be part of the problem solving. Cultural transformation requires all hands on deck from the top down and from the bottom up. Our communities, our towns, our states, our nation, and our world need it. This is one of the absolute key, not only opportunities, but imperatives for each of us and each of you today to be a leader, to engage. I mentioned communication as one simple and absolutely leadership core competency to bring to that discussion to speak up, to be factual, to not be silent, and absolutely not to start a fight. But if a person brings untruths, misinformation, disinformation to the conversation, engage, do not remain silent. All right, so this is a really large topic. Culture is huge. Cultural transformation is huge. It would certainly take a really long time to do a cultural transformation within an organization, within a business, within an institution. We're seeing that play out every day in our world. We read it in our news. We watch it in the TV stories. There is no question that the polarization is an inhibitor to cultural transformation. But apathy could also be a huge inhibitor. And that is those that say, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to remain quiet. Again, we're not looking for a fight. Certainly do not start one. 
but engage, communicate. It is the role and responsibility and ultimately accountability of each and every one of us as leaders. Okay, everyone, there we are. Three pillars I see for each of our organizations today, certainly the business itself, absolutely politics, sadly, but true. And the third, culture, which I think we spent a good amount of time on here um, and hopefully made some points that will be valuable to each of you. Please go forward. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends and, of course, please follow our podcast and subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in.